Hello, family of Grace. Welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan Wonder, chapter edition. Today's Wonder chapter is Second Chronicles, chapter thirty-two, and as you listen to feed the word of prayer, Almighty Love, God, thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for the gift of life. I thank you for the gift of provision. And thank you for always being there for us, Father. Where we have gone wrong, where we've offended you in our thoughts, in our actions, in what we have done, and what we have failed to do. Amazing, and your Holy Spirit to come and be with us, Father. May you your guiding us. And may you show us your mercy, fill us with your grace. But in everything that we do, Almighty King of Kings, you will always be there, Father. I want to put our belongings unto your hands, Father. All those who are sick, all those who are in pain, all those who are in distress, all those who have lost hope, Father, may you always be there for them so that they know that they have a King who loves them and who will always be there for them. We call this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen. Amen. And without wasting time, let's go straight to today's wonder chapter. Sennacherib threatens Jerusalem. After all that Hezekiah had done so faithfully, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, came and invaded Judah and laid siege to the fortified city, thinking to conquer them for himself. When Hezekiah saw that Sennacherib was, had come and that he had intended to wage war against Jerusalem, he consulted with his officials and military staff about blocking off water from the springs outside the city, and they helped him. They gathered a large group of people who blocked all the springs and streams that flowed through the land. Why should the kings of Assyria come and find plenty of water, they said. Then he worked hard repairing all the broken stations of the wells and building towers in it. He built another wall inside the one and reinforced the terraces of the city of David. He also made large amounts of weapons and shields. He appointed military officers over the people and assembled them before him in the square at the city gate and encouraged them at these words. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of the king of Assyria and the vast army he is with, for there is a greater power within us than with him. With him is only human flesh, but with us is the Lord, the God of our ancestors, to help us fight our battles. And the people gained confidence from what Hezekiah, the king of Judah, had said. Later, when Sennacherib, king of Assyria, and all his forces were laying siege to Lachish, he sent his officers to Jerusalem with his message for the king of Judah and for all the people of Judah who were there. This is what Sennacherib, king of Assyria, says. On what are you basing your confidence that you remain in Jerusalem under siege? When Hezekiah says, the Lord our God will save us from the hand of the king of Assyria, he is misleading you to let you die of hunger and thirst. Did not Hezekiah himself remove the gods' high places and altars, saying to Judah and Jerusalem, You must worship before one altar and burn sacrifices to it. Do you not know that I and my predecessors have done to all the peoples of other lands where the gods of these nations ever able to deliver their land from their hands? Who of all the gods of these nations that my predecessors destroyed has been able to save his people from me? How can you, a God, deliver you from my hand? Now do not let Azekiah deceive you and mislead you like this. Do not believe him, for no god of any nation or kingdom has been able to deliver his people away from my hand or 
the hand of my predecessors. How much less will your God deliver you from my hand? Sennacherib's officers spoke forth against the Lord God and against his servant Hezekiah. The king also wrote letters ridiculing the Lord, the God of Israel, saying, This against him, just as the gods of other people of the other lands did not rescue their people from my hand, so the God of Hezekiah will not rescue the, his people from my hand. Then they called out in Hebrew to the people of Jerusalem who were on the wall to terrify them and make them afraid in order to capture the city. They spoke about the God of Jerusalem as they did about the other gods in the other peoples of the world, the work of human hands. King Ahaziah and his prophet Isaiah son of Amos cried out to the Lord in prayer about this. And the Lord sent an angel who annihilated all the fighting men and commanders and officers in the camp of Assyrian king. So he withdrew to his own land in disgrace. And when he went into the temple of his God, some of his sons, his own flesh and blood, cut him down with the sword. So the Lord saved Hezekiah and the people of Jerusalem from the hands of Sennacherib, king of Assyria, and from the hand of all others. He took care of them on every side. Many brought offerings to Jerusalem for the Lord and valuable gifts for Hezekiah, king of Judah. From then on, he was highly regarded by all nations. In those days, Hezekiah became healed and was at the point of death. He prayed to the Lord who answered him and gave him a miraculous sight. But Hezekiah's heart was proud and he did not respond to the kindness shown to him. Therefore the Lord's wrath was on him and on Judah and Jerusalem. Then Hezekiah repented of his pride of his heart as he did the people of Jerusalem. Therefore the Lord's wrath did not come on them during the days of Hezekiah. Hezekiah had great wealth and honor, and he made treasuries and his silver and gold, and for the precious stones, spices, shields, and all kinds of valuables. He also made buildings to store the harvests of grain, new wine, and olive oil, and he made stalls for various kinds of cattle and pens for the flocks. He built villages and acquired great numbers of flocks and herds, for the God had given him very great riches. It was Ezekiel who blocked the upper outlet of Gihon Spring and channeled the water down the west side of the city of David. He succeeded in everything he undertook. But when envoys were sent by the rulers of Babylon to ask him about the miraculous sign that had occurred in the land, God left him to test him and to know everything that was in his heart. The other events of Ezekiel's reign and his acts of devotion are written in the vision of the prophet Isaiah son of Amos, in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel, Ezekiel rested with his ancestors and was buried on the hill where the tombs of David, David's descendants are. All Judah and the people of Israel honored him when he died, and Manasseh his son succeeded him as king. And this is where our wonder chapter in. Let's go straight to today's message. I have a few things that I want us to pick. The first one comes from verse 7. It says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of the king of Assyria and the vast army with him. For there is a greater power within us than with him. Amen. Today the king is asking his people to be strong and courageous. He continues and asks them not to be afraid or discouraged. Why? Because there is a greater power within us 
than with him. And this just relates in so many ways with us as Christians that we are really going through a lot of things. Everyone is going through something, but they won't tell you. That's the truth of the matter. There's just a lot that we are going through, you know. There's just too much that we can't even start to answer. We can't even start to say right now. People are going through sicknesses, poverty, academic problems. And sometimes it's just overwhelming. But the other thing is telling us, reminding us that there is a power within us that is greater than all the things that we are going through. Amen? That there's a power deep down in us that can't be compared to everything. And any time that you are going through, you know, all this, we ought to remember that we have a power deep down in us. And when you go into verse 8, verse 8 says, With him is only the arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord our God to help us and fight to our battles. And the people gain confidence from what Ezekiel, the king of Judah, said. We have the Lord. And the Lord helps us in all our battles. If we ask him, if we tell, if, if we tell the Lord to come to your aid, he will surely come. And if you abandon him, he will also just look at you and he will go. He'll abandon you. And that's why we ought to stick to the Lord. We ought to remind our battles, our problems, that we have a God. And we do not, can I say, give up. No. And once you decide to surrender, but to the Lord, surrender to it to him completely. And when you go into verse 21, it says, And the Lord sent an angel who annihilated all the fighting men and the companies and officers in the camp of the Assyria king. So he withdrew his own land in disgrace. And when he went to the temple of his God, some of his son and his own flesh and blood cut him down with a sword. This just shows us that the Lord listens. Amen. This just shows us that the Lord cares for us. That when King Hezekiah knelt down and prayed with his people for protection, what did the Lord do? The Lord gave him protection. Why? Because the Lord values us. We are of value to the Lord. And so many times people will tell you one thing or another. But we have to know that the Lord cares for us, that the Lord loves us. That even if people tell you you're ugly, even if people tell you that no one loves you, even if people do not like you, even if people distance themselves from you, just know that the Lord will always be there for you. And that's what that matters. He will take care of you, as we see in verse 22. So the Lord saved Hezekiah and the people of Jerusalem from the hands of Sennacherib king of Assyria, and from the hands of all the others, he took care of them on every side. The Lord will take care of you always. He is your refuge. Let the Lord be your rock, and you will never be disappointed. If we go to verse 25, it says, But Hezekiah's heart was proud, and he did not respond to the kindness shown to him. Therefore, the Lord's wrath was on him and on Judah and Jerusalem. You can see, 
after the Lord doing everything for him, after the Lord giving him success, after the Lord making him great, you know, rulers were coming left and right, he decides to put pride. And I've always told you that if you put pride before the Lord, he will humble you and he will put you down. But if you put humility and humble yourselves before the Lord, what will you do? He will elevate you. So many times after the Lord elevates us, we forget. We forget and start doing our own things. But the Bible is telling us that once the Lord has been there for us, we should not forget about him. Why? Because we need him every day. Just because the Lord has helped you once, do not start boasting, you know, telling everyone how powerful you are now, how this and this. But stick to the Lord in humility and he will continue to shock you. And verse 26 is a very beautiful comeback. It says, Then Hezekiah repented of his pride of his heart, as did the people of Jerusalem. Therefore the Lord's wrath did not come on them during the days of Hezekiah. That any time that we get, that any time that we sin, we are all to remind ourselves that we need to repent. Why? The Lord is a very listening God, and once we repent, He will listen to us. Once you ask for forgiveness, He will surely forgive you. And that's what I had for you today. Get some time. Read 2 Chronicles chapter 32. What do you get? What do you understand? Feel free to write to us, dailychriswithalan at yahoo.com or send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter, dailychriswithalan. Really love to hear from you. Remember that the Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. Almighty loving God, I thank you for this wonderful day. I thank you for the gift of life. I thank you for the gift of provision. I thank you for always being there for us, Father. How we have gone wrong in our thoughts and our actions. Blessed may you forgive us. May you send in your Holy Spirit to come and guide us and to be with us in everything that we do. That we may succeed, Father, all the times that we have put our pride before you. Father, may you also humble us and let us not forget where we have come from. We pull this believing and trusting in your mighty name. Let us your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen.